Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I am Wing. I am Sefi. And we're also accompanied by my beautiful little dog who's going to be growling and doing little breathing exercises down here. So give me the benefit of the doubt. It's not me making these very very sweet noises it's a puppy i don't think you can hear them that much it should be fine um this episode i think is peak sefi and wing content i think this is a really fun kind of wild bizarre filled episode of kind of deep raw vulnerability with bizarre references thrown in it's kind of the classic serving of what you get around here i think we're serving up a good a good full meal I think you'll be feeling pretty satisfied after this. A hot, steaming mess of Zeppelin wing. Yeah, yeah. A vegan steak, shall we say. Hmm. I wonder what they're referring to. That might be a reference. Okay, here you go. You're going in. Are you ready? (laughs) You're about to listen. Strap yourself in. Three, two, one. In all of your messages, there was quite a theme, I would say, of 30s. The word 30s was coming up everywhere of, I've just got to do this before I hit 30. Oh no, I feel like in my 30s, I've got to do this. I've got to suddenly get a job, a boyfriend and move out all in my 20s so that when I'm in my my 30s, I can just go for it. It's like this fear around this number. So fucking true. Everyone apparently is really, really kind of looking in the mirror and you're scared of yourself. It's like shit, like just pause, pause time. You're like poking the wrinkles in your face. Yeah. Do you think you have that? Like, do you think you have a thing with 30? It's almost like, I feel like we're, we're not close enough to have a thing with 30 yet. I definitely don't think I have a thing about 30. I'm not like kind of keeping up at night, like, oh my God, 30. But it's like, catch me when I'm 29 yeah. and we'll see. <laughs> I think on that day, on my 30th birthday, it's going to be a moment of, I'm 30 years old. Yeah. I've been on this earth for 30 years. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's also, it's kind of 30, flirty and thriving. Mm, I'm quite into 30. It's kind of now you're Jenna Rink, big time magazine editor. Yeah. And it's also like 30 years is really not a long time in the sense of it's like yeah you just got here like you're still really young like you literally just got here you've just hopped out of a womb that's kind of what i say about like you listening you probably just got here like i feel like i just got here like we're all just sussing it out we just got here to this earth and we want to feel guilt about that that you've been here too long potentially oh my god i've been here too long i've been here too long Take up space. Take up more space. You want to be here longer. Yeah, exactly. If 30 feels scary, what, then you're going to be scared at 40 and 50 and 60 and 70. Like, what, each of these years you're going to be, like, scared of milestones. They're positive. Do you think you get to a breaking point where it's like, oh, I'm not scared anymore because you kind of have accepted that you're valueless, <laughs> like you're just kind of worthless after 35? Oh, I was going to say kind of menopause. Oh, as soon as you Jesus, lose the kind yeah. of um, patriarchal sexuality that's imposed on you, you can bear children. Then I reckon you probably get to a point that's just like, fuck this, yeah. like, I'm going to live my life. But why can't we get to that point now? Because I think I'm at that point of fuck this, I'm going to live my life now. I agree. But then I also think you'll look back in a year's time and think, God, I was living with so much fear. I wasn't doing anything for myself. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and then you kind of get to 50 and that you learn that like, yeah, shit, like I should have been fucking about more in my 20s and my 30s and my 40s. And still now I'm going to have to start tomorrow. Which I hope is the case, really. I want to look back on each year and just be like, God, I'm so much more free than I was then. Because mm-hmm. I think that's been the trajectory. I think so for you as well, that each year it's kind of like god i feel so much more myself and more expansive and i feel like i'm not living in fear so much so i feel like i 
don't as much have the fear of I do but I feel like I've worked out of the fear of like having certain goals or achievements by a certain age or like um aging and success and those sorts of things I feel like I've reframed it in a way that I still have to work to make sure it's healthy because this could still fuck me up and still would on the occasion what more fucks me up is thinking like shit I haven't been it's kind of the guilt of like fuck I didn't I was living with fear I didn't let go of my fear like I haven't liberated myself enough yet and it's kind of like speed this up like there's a long way to go yeah this still feels like there's a long way to go even though I feel so liberated in myself and with every year I feel obviously more and more but it's it's never enough because it's like I know I'm still holding myself back in so many ways. For sure. Which that's part of the painful bit, I think, that it all comes from yourself. Because as much as we all talk about, and I think listening to this episode, you probably... We literally said this the other day. Yeah, you're probably expecting, I think you're turning on a thing about running out of time and you know it's coming from two kind of quote-unquote feminist girls. You're probably thinking that we're going to be, it's the patriarchy, it makes us think there's women in particular, Mm. biological clocks, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, yes. But also, Mm -hmm. how much of that is actually coming from the external and how much of that is actually just coming from you are there people knocking on your door saying by the way your biological clock's running out like you better um have some children have you found your soulmate yet like what's your job doing have you moved out like mm, your friendships are looking a bit shit or is that just coming from you and yes you've been fed by society but a lot of that pressure you can get rid of hopefully i'm i'm fucking hoping that you can yeah we have to take accountability at some point because also it is the classic thing of like yeah you have probably have heard that kind of like once every six months um your kind of auntie will say oh you've gained a lot of weight are you pregnant yet <sighs> blah 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 but you inflate those voices we inflate kind of the critics meaning in our life out of fear insecurity yeah and suddenly it's kind of it's really not about your auntie or any of those people it's about you in your own head just tearing yourself down and really there's no one else no one's even looking at you no one really cares most of the time and it's all us and the different ways that we've learned to make ourselves feel shit or to keep us in a in a teensy tiny box out of safety and fear and desperation and we think it's self-preservation because we think oh if i can stay critical of myself and keep sort of analysing myself, then I can progress to the next level and then I will keep striving. But actually that's what's holding you back. It's your own sort of we know that in a critic way. It's hard, isn't it? Because we wanna we wanna say the right thing. Yeah. Like you wanna I you, want you wanna to sit all good. of them down. Yeah, you wanna sit the person who's listening down and say directly, yeah, it's like, I'm trying to make you feel good here, but it's kinda hard. <laughs> well it's almost like I'm I want you to be listening to this and thinking, or kind of I want you to take you on a journey that at the other end you think, fuck yeah. Like I don't I'm not running out of time. But actually the truth is it's like life is scary and we have been told this especially as women we've been told that well and also it's not so much even we've been told our eggs are limited and all of this stuff and it is scary because Mm. you think there's like a limit to these things but then also you can't live in that fear also if we didn't live in a patriarchal society we would live in a world where they already would have come up with a medicine or some sort of machine that extends or preserves your fertility like and there wouldn't be a such thing as a biological clock it's intentional it's no um mistake that you have a biological clock and a man does not in the same way it's very much being kept that way and it costs thousands and thousands and thousands to freeze your eggs yeah only the privileged people that can do that yeah it's no coincidence so i hope we're all feeling good (laughs) (laughs) you know what i always think about and i wish that we could be on video for this so we could really hit it home god my microphone's really slip sliding all over the place on a slip and slide i'm currently in my garden on a slip and slide that would be great i know the slippity slip from the faraway tree um what's that the slippity slip from the faraway tree but you need blighton what's the slippity slip from the faraway tree never heard of it the faraway tree you heard of that no never the faraway tree it's about a tree that kind of goes up and up and up and there is a character that live on the tree and at the top of the tree a different world appears every day or like every few days a different world appears oh wow i used to wish on my birthday you know when you blow out the candles on your cake i used to wish every year that i would get the faraway tree in my garden um and i named my rabbit silky after one of the characters wow big fan big fan yeah big Enid Blyton fan over here big Enid Blyton fan when I was about six yeah um the slippity slip is a slide that lives in that's in the house of Moonface if you've heard of him right and he has a slide that goes down the tree and it's just called the slippity slip 
So he's a slide, the slippity slip slide of the faraway tree. I mean, it does sound good. It sounds really good. It's really one of those books that's like, I have to live there. It's kind of Harry Potter. It's like, I have to be there now. Yeah, very much puts you in a different world. And you're yeah. really, really kind of going into the garden every day, wishing with mm. all your might. Climbing up a tree and just being like, please let Moonface be in there. Yeah, yeah, Please yeah. let the saucepan man be there. It's kind of, it becomes quite desperate. It's like you're convinced. Well, anyway, I'm not there, so. <laughs> um, but I do wish that we were on video so we could talk about the Prisoner of Azkaban and we could show you, but I can't. <sighs> but I always think about that moment where, if you're not familiar, Harry and Sirius Black <laughs> are having the soul, the whole life sucked out of them, sucked out of them. Sucked. And Harry sucked. is with Hermione and he's saying, he's going to come and save me. My dad is going to come and save me. If you didn't, but <laughs> he's going back in time, I've got I should shivers. say. <laughs> so a bit confusing, <laughs> but he's gone back in time blah 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 he's getting killed and somebody comes and says expecto patronus there's a beautiful patronus charm and saves them and harry thinks oh my god it's my dad it's my dad blah 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 so then i've got full goosebumps harry and hermione yeah we've gone back in time and he's saying to hermione look someone's gonna come any minute now my dad's coming my dad's coming <gasps> just wait and hermione just goes, wait nobody's coming harry <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's coming, Harry. And oh, God. A beautiful acting from a stunning kind of 12-year-old Daniel Radcliffe. The flicker yeah. of his face of like, shit. It's me. You're right. My dad isn't coming. And he runs <laughs> out, expecto patronum all over his body. Expecto patronum. Patronum. And boy, does he hold that note. Kind of takes two hours. <laughs> he really goes for it. It's kind of Mariah yeah. Carey. <laughs> it was him all along. And it's so true. The one thing that I think about that I feel like is kind of my clock and is the thing that I've realised like over, I don't know, like, like the past 10 years even is that nobody's coming, Harry. Mm-hmm. Nobody's coming. It's you. It's been you. I've got full body fucking shivers. It's been you all along. Yeah, nobody's coming, Harry. And this is the thing that I've had to realise and I think I'm still like, I don't know if you can ever really realise it. Like, I don't know if I'll ever really be done learning it. Kind of one of those lifelong lessons of like, yeah, no one picks you up. No. And saves you. No one picks you up and puts you where you want to be because you need to test the boundaries of what you can do. You need to put yourself out there. No one reaches into your life and plucks you from obscurity and dumps you into a beautiful place. It's on you. Nobody's coming, coming, Harry. Harry. Oh my god, nobody's, nobody's coming, coming, Harry. And you need to do the full expecto patronum because it's in you. It was you the whole time. It's in you. But oh, I wish we we're on video so you could see me staring into your eyes right now. I think it's in you. And I've got full it's tears in you. my eyes. Christ. I mean, it's so true. But it's so I think that's one of my favourite Harry Potter moments. Same now. <laughs> And just the kind of favourite kind of lessons, yeah, analogies that you can offer. I know we're going to get messages saying, that is so fucking true. Yeah, it is so fucking true. Or maybe they'll be like, that That all made no sense, guys. That yeah, they're like, bit. I stopped listening when you <laughs> started like, talking what? about slip. <laughs> Never got there. <laughs> so moon face. It's like, no one listens. <laughs> But it's, it is so true. It's in you. Nobody's coming, Harry. And you need that moment where you fucking realise that the person who picks you up and saves you and gets you out of this fucking shithole... It has to be you. And into your dream life. It always has to be you. There's no other option. Because also, look, I hate to be really deep and dark, but in the last episode, what, what really pulls it for me and what I think was the turning point for me in learning that in the last episode I said, and I think I've said before, but I actually don't know. I don't think you have said before. I don't know what episodes are out there, been deleted and mm. whatever not delete not that we're hiding things from you but trust me you don't want to hear some of the shit that we first came out with but i said in the last episode i was homeless when i was like 16 17 and unfortunately nobody's coming harry nobody yeah. comes and picks you up and puts you in a safe space or takes care of you it's been you you have to do it which i mean i'm not saying if you're fucking not, i mean if you're homeless i doubt you're homeless first of all but i'm not saying that i walk up to homeless people on the street and look at them and say oh you just haven't figured it out obviously mm. not you just need to learn how to do a patronus i'm saying to us people who are like privileged with our iphones and blah 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 utilize what you've got i'm not really talking about kind of transcending your um your class and race and like gender restrictions in a societal sense i'm talking internal the work that you know that you can do how you can be held accountable for your own life because i think there is some level of autonomy there in all of us that you can't ignore it's been you nobody's coming harry it's so fucking stunning 
I don't really know where we can go from here because that's the point. Well, it's kind of end the pod. Yeah, yeah. End the pod there. I'm done. I'm out. 14 minute podcast. Anyone up for that? I'd be up for that. <laughs> Anyone up for that? So- <laughs> it's, that's kind of the best I've got. It's not getting any better from here. It's so true though. There is not this magic um, fucking spell, if you will, mm. that someone else is going to come and like sort of whisk their wand and pick you up and then suddenly you're in your dream, dream life. No, it's not going to happen. You're dreaming of being noticed. No one's going to notice you because baby, you're in your box and you haven't left you're in misery and you're not doing anything (laughs) i'm talking to myself here (laughs) that was you looking in the mirror babe you're in your box yes exactly and you're not doing anything (laughs) (laughs) you haven't left that stinking box it's true and it doesn't mean go out and sort of um torture yourself with work it's just not desperado vibes desperado sitting in an old monte carlo it's not clutch for desperation it's from your inner soul it's the purest expecto patronum vibes you've got to think think of of your happiest happiest moment yeah exactly think of your happiest memory and he's like the first time i rode a broom he's like well that's not fucking good enough you idiot harry that's shit jesus get with it what does he think of in the end he thinks of his parents he's like i'm not even sure if that's real oh so true (laughs) so true it's like harry come on and lupin's like shoving chocolate in his mouth like yeah whatever mate eat this He's trying to fatten him up so he can eat him as a werewolf. <laughs> He's his first prey. Lupin is a proper fitty, isn't he? He is quite a fitty, yeah. Well, it's kind of like, whatever you offer me, I'm eating it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Chocolate, a penis, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Your arsehole, I'll do it. Anything, honestly, anything for you, Lupin. <laughs> this message I loved, kind of everybody said it, I'm saying it back to you. It's one that resounds heavily. Heavily. Oh, how it resounds. And this person said that they're gutted about losing a whole year to a pandemic. Smiley smiley face. No, it was a sad face. It wasn't a smiley face. Um, Sad smiley. But I mean, this is something I've thought kind of it's come back to me in like intermittently. It's kind of a thought that's kind of recurring for me. It's like, shit. Yeah. Like it's been a it's been a year. It's been a year. Mm-hmm. And in the UK, it very much has been a year. I mean, I, I have we haven't seen each other in a, a year, year at this point, which is insane. Yeah, and I kind of flip between the two. Sometimes when I get a bit sad, I'm like, oh, I've lost, I've lost a year. But intellectually, I know that I've gained so much this year. So I kind yeah. of just wanted to ask you what you think you've gained this year. I thought that would be quite nice. Oh, that's so nice. Share, share with us. Well, I, I was actually discussing this the other day. In loads of ways, we've lost out. And of course, the pandemic takes on this huge, like, global significance and just, like, tragedy. Kind of becomes the bad guy in yeah. your life. It's quite a good villain to dump things on. Exactly. It's kind of... um not to compare it in any way to Mercury retrograde, but while something's going on, <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, it's fucking Mercury. And it's like, oh, it's the fucking pandemic. It's this guy's fault. Classic pandy, yeah. Goes without saying, huge loss. Yeah, obviously devastating. It's a horrific yeah. fucking time. Go, to be honest, it goes without saying. Literally. Look, look at what you're listening to. Read those words. It was intentional. <laughs> we thought about that. It was absolutely intentional to call it goes without saying. Because of the anti-disclaimer club. We're uncancellable with that name yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I think I go through similar things of like god okay it's been a fucking year has anything happened has anything changed like really but then Mm. it just also there's a huge acknowledgement there has been just like immense like personal change for me like I think this year has just allowed me the space to like really go deep and like really get comfortable with myself in like new ways that Mm. I've, I've always been slightly prone to like a more isolated like introverted life um anyway and also not like I am also really social but I love being on my own but this year I think it took being alone to a new level and just being really comfortable with you can't go out you can't see your friends and if you want to see your friends it's like hey shall we do a phone call on at seven on Tuesday and it's like that's just so unnatural and just takes all of the joy out of life nice I'm glad to hear you enjoyed our calls (laughs) (laughs) joking that's not us yeah that's not with you because me and you we call it every second we had a FaceTime you were in the bath the other day we don't schedule yeah (laughs) that was quite mental I think that was crossing a line you know someone messaged us saying I assume you FaceTime all the time even like on the toilet and that was literally the day after I'd been on the phone to you for an hour in the bath I think we did cross a line then it was fine for me I didn't mind no no it was fine for me too but at one point you said oh my god what are you doing and I realized you could see me and I was putting on a face mask (laughs) 
So my face was just turning green. I completely forgot you could see me. And you were like, oh my God, what's that? I was like, oh, right. Yeah, sorry. But I also think it was quite a deep chat. Like it was kind of a, a chat that wasn't appropriate for bath times. I think it was one where we were kind of like, hmm. Because I think it, I was talking about this boy potentially. And it's quite like, hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit like, I just really want to unpack this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was a bit like, this isn't really bath scrub-a-dub-dub times. This is like a bit <laughs> not that. I had, uh, as if I've got like a hair cap on, there's like rubber ducks floating around. <laughs> Honestly, that's what the vibe was. I wish it was. Mm. Well, you know how much of my spa, exp- my intimate moment, my, my bath is, and I let you in on that. So it's a testament to our friendship. There's no one else I'd rather see. And there I am. Hey, just need a little bit of <laughs> um boy advice. <laughs> Popping up from the bubbles, kind of moaning myrtle. So annoying. <laughs> so you're kind of hi harry oh my god all the bubbles were gone (laughs) (laughs) take your egg and mull it over in the water (laughs) (laughs) so fit so fit you know how i feel about that i think i've kind of got a bit of moaning myrtle energy i went as her for world book day once love that and everyone said so you're harry and i said moaning myrtle so you're harry I thought it was Harry. Basic bitches around here. Because I was wearing glasses. Idiots. Oh, got you. The glasses. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. My sister went as Dobby and we had a fight beforehand because we both wanted to go as a Cornish pixie. Yeah, nice, From nice. pesky pixie pescanoni. <laughs> Whatever who says. We both wanted to go as the Cornish pixie, but my mum was like, we don't really have a costume for a Cornish pixie. Mate do, kids. <laughs> <laughs> you get what you're given. Literally, that's not really a thing. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, Amazon doesn't exist in 2002. So we were wearing like fucking, I think my sister wore a pillowcase to be Dobby classic oh that's quite good yeah just a pillowcase and I think I wore pretty much my school uniform but with a pair of fake glasses and said I'm moaning Myrtle nice 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 nice. um anyway pandemic has it what has it helped you (laughs) (laughs) what are the what's the main thing that you've learned do you think Hmm. I know you've gone really or like not even if we've all lost out in different ways which I completely think that most of us have unless we're kind of Justin Bieber Biebering about in our mansion no offense to all the believers who are going to be really pissed off at me but it goes without saying it's nothing personal what have you gained with everything that we've lost from this year what have you gained I think a deeper sense of a deeper sense of like being okay with being alone just like really being okay with my own my own company just like a deeper connectedness to myself I think Mm. yeah I don't know I love that when there aren't the distractions of life it's like when you can't go out you've got to go in so you go in and it's like well who knew what was in here well we kind of always say like we know each other now on a deeper level because it's like yeah as much as we can be close friends the relationship becomes far more intense when you know what somebody does when you when you're performing you know what somebody does in a certain situation so it's like now you know what you do in a pandemic yeah it's like you've got to know yourself in a whole new way it's like oh that's what i do Mm. when the world is dying around me and crumbling yeah exactly cool i make a podcast (laughs) nice okay i can see it Mm. what about you um what i was saying to you the other day i feel like I, the classic kind of letting go of fear thing. Yeah. I am, I say it every time, I'm a mirror ball. But I know, and you're like, no, you're not, no, you're not. And I'm like, yes, I am, yes, I am. I'm just so good at being a mirror ball that you would never know. I think I've always had a big emphasis on being really, really palatable. Very like, you know, subconsciously. Whereas when I learned that I had to, it's no, it's no one's coming, Harry. When I learned that it was like, oh shit, no, I need to start living for me because no one else can do that for me. Um, I've obviously been trying to just be myself more, whatever that means. And I actually think in a weird way, having the space to do that in quite an internal sense, it's kind of like, yeah, I've learned to perform my truest self or I've learned authenticity in a really safe bubble where like, yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like when the pandemic's over. It might be kind of back to this quiet bitch who like whatever kind of... You're not quiet. I'm not quiet, I know. But people who I don't like think that I'm quiet. Yeah, I just don't see you like that at all. No, I know, I know. But maybe that is mirrorable vibes, but I just can't see that for you. Um, With some people I'll be quiet because I just think they don't want... they. There's nothing I can say that won't offend them. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, look. I think offend them then. Nah. Speak and offend. Why not? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows who I'll be? Mm. But I think it's been a really nice space. It's been just really nice to have the space to, I said, like, try on a new me. Every Monday is a whole new bitch. And who knows what's going to happen next week? Like, just try on different things for size in the safety of my own self. Yeah. And then kind of have your out of the cocoon moment if this pandemic ever ends for me. <laughs> um, where it's kind of like, then you are get, I guess I will be faced with the real test of like, well, now who are you when you've actually, you're face to face with people that you would have been assimilating to. And can you stay t- true to yourself and fight the urge to uh, mirable them? But I think it's kind of allowed me to see myself as an authority in my own oh. life. This is my new thing. I keep saying this to you. Because you are, I love it. Because I am. It's just like, yeah, I am the authority. Yeah. It's like, I absolutely would look at me and think, oh, fuck authority so, so yeah i am the authority also it's like and so are you by the way harry i speak directly to you so are you by the way yes you are an authority in your own life yes yes that's the most important point point. and i don't know what the fuck has made us think that it's kind of you're waiting for permission you're waiting for permission also you're scared that your your eggs are gonna run out have kids then you are the authority you are in charge i don't know who you're waiting for to tell you oh by the way you can have kids now you can have them right you're not waiting for the permission of some man to kind of to be the perfect you. father figure etc etc yeah or like i've got to meet my soulmate um before i have kids no you don't you literally don't yeah no you don't you literally don't have to do that you should watch the backup plan with jennifer lopez <laughs> have you seen that film <laughs> probably once i don't know <laughs> i mean it's obviously the the epitome of great mm. cinema with jennifer lopez i mean i do love her but um I haven't seen it in about 10 years, but I'm pretty sure it starts with her with her legs up in the air doing a whole fertility situation and she gets pregnant and then she meets this guy. Obviously, like, we can only be satisfied with a film if the woman ends up with a man. For sure. But, you know, channel a bit of Jennifer Lopez. (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) Whatever that means for you. (laughs) To be honest, channel a bit of yourself. You're the authority. I don't know why I'm speaking like Jennifer Lopez is the authority in your life. It's you. It's been you. Do you remember we had a mantra? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss do you remember we had a mantra that we used to say i think it i don't know when this was it this was you like say i'm still i'm still jelly for the month. <laughs> <laughs> what was it it was no fear no pressure <gasps> no assimilation no assimilation no pressure yeah well no pressure was the last one what was it no fear no fear no assimilation no pressure no pressure because it's like yeah you're not living with fear so scrap that you're not assimilating so you're not being palatable so scrap that and there's no pressure so if you're doing things slightly wrong or if you did have a bit of fear today that's okay it's no pressure vibes there's no guilt there's no shame no pressure there's no pressure pressure (laughs) 
let's not go there. But yeah, yeah there's, from Steffi and Wing, there's no pressure over here. We just want the best for you. And I have a feeling you want the best for you too. And do you want the best for us too? <laughs> God, I fucking Please hope say so. You do. I don't know how many more bad references and jokes I can make on this podcast with them um, to still have good intentions for us, I think. Exactly. By the end of this episode, it's kind of like, yeah, fuck these guys. But that's the thing. It's like all this pressure, it is kind of imaginary. Mm. Like, yes, there are so many things that have made you think like this. And it's no coincidence that we have about fucking hundreds of DMs that are all saying the same thing. Yeah. That's not, we're all imagining the same thing. We've all gone mad. No, <laughs> there are reasons why we think like this and they are patriarchal. Daddy's gone mad, hasn't he? <laughs> they are patriarchal and they are born in capitalism. But we can actually choose to believe in those or not. Like that sounds like extreme, but you don't have to. Yeah, you choose how much you're going to take that on. You can have those feelings. Yeah, we all have those feelings. Fuck, I'm going to be 30. My eggs, my career, quote unquote, my blah, 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 my blah, blah, blah. I'm not good enough. We can all have those thoughts. You will have those thoughts, but don't buy into it. Don't act on those things. Like choose to not act on those things Mm. and actually be motivated by love and hope rather than be motivated by fear and desperation. Mm Mm-hmm you're barking up the wrong tree you will never be happy yeah you'll reach 60 and you'll think fuck suddenly it becomes very clear i've got all this shit but it's built on dust it's not built on anything yeah when you're not being expected to have children and you're not being expected to look glamorous and all of those things fade away and you're 60 years old you finally see things clearly because you're not being held against some bizarre standard of what like a 21 year old young woman should be everything's faded away and you think fuck i didn't take advantage of my life at all so why don't we not do that when we're 60 and do that now in our 20s let's try and do it quickly now hurry hurry come do it with yeah, us yeah like i'm gonna do it are you gonna do it i think like fuck yeah absolutely let's do it like rather than wait like are you gonna be happy with the life you lived on your deathbed it's like i don't give a fuck what i'm thinking on my deathbed i want to think about what i'm thinking about in my life yeah am i honoring myself today yeah today because it's also all of those things all of those thoughts and pressures that you're having it's about examining examining it's about examining if they're really your thoughts at all yeah and they're not because I, I kind of think you don't really think like that because also we're not really delivering you any new information this isn't news to you yeah it's this isn't the first time that you have heard that you don't have to worry about having kids by a certain age you don't have to worry about having that job down by a certain age you know that like you can intellectualize that in your own mind this isn't new to you but we have all kind of still internalized those fears that rhetoric of what women should be doing but it's not ours and it's almost you need to give yourself the permission and if you can't give yourself the the permission this is us giving you the permission right now right now right now consider it given be loyal to yourself your current self not your 30 year old self when i'm 50 i might not oh i might be angry that i never visited australia no fuck your 50 yourself she can go then what do you want to do right now yeah right now and fuck the fear because it's literally not your fear yeah you're like pretending you're scared of spiders but actually you like have a pet tarantula stop (sighs) that's wings fear but yeah that's really living without fear pet tarantula holy shit what if it breaks free but it's like you're pretending you're scared of something that you're not you can't we're all kind of like my eggs my eggs but it's like do you actually want a kid tarantula eggs Jesus. Now we've mentioned spiders, it's not coming back. Oh, it makes me sick. <laughs> tarantula eggs. They lay eggs, don't they? It's quite weird to whisper into a microphone. Tarantula eggs. Tarantula eggs. It's like, what is this podcast? <laughs> well, it's kind of goodbye, friend of Hagrid. Yeah. That's my last one today. That's I think we're getting too far with the Harry Potter things. We're so sorry. We do yeah, get messages saying, we love it, we love it. But it's like, do you? I don't have any more, I've run out. Well, we can find many. Okay, I'm going to try not to be offended at this one. I feel like this person is absolutely coming for us and coming from everyone over the age of 18. Not really at all, but you get, you'll you get what I mean when I say it. So this person said, things are more impressive when you're younger and now I'm turning 17, I feel less impressive. It's like, why don't you just shoot me in the fucking face? <laughs> just kill me now, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. 17. Mamma mia. Yeah, okay. Well, here I am, Miss Havisham. I'll see myself out. Literally didn't realise I was practically in the grave. God, fucking grand. Grandma's over here. Yeah, Jesus. Shit. Suddenly I'm feeling quite wrinkly. Yeah. Get that eye cream out. Where do we start? You're young, you're young, you're young. (laughs) But I completely agree with them. Things are more impressive when you're younger. Oh, for sure, because you want to be kind of... The prodigy. What's it called? A kinder... A kinder something. Kinder bueno. Kinder bueno. What is it? I don't know. Oh, a wonderkind. A wonderkind. 
Have you heard of that? Oh, beautiful. No, never. Wonderkind. Wonderkind with a U. It's like you want, it's kind of um, Mozart was like a Wonderkind. Wonderkind. That's gorgeous. Maybe you say it Wonderkind because I'm feeling like it sounds pretty German. Probably, yeah. A Wander. Yeah. yeah. So I think you have the idea of like, oh, well, I want to be that. Kind of Weber. You do, absolutely. Or then when you look at kind of Kylie Jenner is only, I don't know, 21 and I'm 21 as well and yeah. fuck, I work here and it's not at all the same. Or kind of Maddie... Maddie Ziegler. What's her name? Maddie Ziegler or whatever. And she's already in a film mm. that is ridiculous about autism. Yeah, and she's that. not <laughs> autistic. Kind of, like, have you seen that? Yeah, insane. Have you seen that? Crazy. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the controversy. Yeah. Although we're still nominated for Golden Globes, I believe. Christ. They obviously do that before the critics got to it, which is hilarious. Cast autistic people in films about autism. I mean, it's not hard, is it? Well, maybe just don't spend like five years making a film about autistic people when you've got no comprehension that you wrote for a child Mad. that isn't autistic absolutely awful am i wrong to say that there's some sort of weird thing with sia and this child anyway i'm kind of like why don't you just leave the kid alone for a bit like you've only had her whole childhood and stop making her dance with shia LaBeouf, who is a known abuser yeah here we go yeah, what the hell comes out now doesn't it it's quite scary although that dance was stunning so stunning yeah such a great video <laughs> <laughs> But so along with that, everyone else also was kind of echoing that by saying like, I have it's such a sting when I see people that are younger than me doing more than me and blah, blah, blah. Someone else actually said, seeing people my age achieve my goals before I do. And I just thought it was funny that it's like, yeah, we think that they are our goals. Yeah. My goals, my goals. Like there's loads of goals. Everything feels so personal. It's a personal attack. Yeah, but it's like, it can be it can be your goal and you can still get it even though someone else has already done it. But it feels, yeah. it stings so hard. It feels like someone else is success is a direct insult to your dreams and success it's your failure somebody's success apparently it means that you're a failure why don't we all relinquish all control and trust the timing of your life <laughs> i've got a good idea why don't we all guys it's just come to me it's so true it's just come to me relinquish all control and trust yeah. the timing of your life trust the timing of your life everything you once desired from others how about i've got yeah. an idea give it to yourself now now, now 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 right everything everything you once desired from others give it to yourself now what's stopping you there's no other option yeah there is no other option well, the other option is misery the other option is commiserations i'm looking for that ice cream lifestyle baby it's not happening only only that you cannot be scrolling through fucking instagram looking at all these people looking at all your friends going oh, they've all got the things i want yeah probably because they want them too Probably because all all of us pretty much have the same goals. Yeah, I'm assuming we all want a pretty decent life. Yeah, yeah. Because we've been told that we want a man to choose us. We want two and a half kids. A doggy. And we want a nice house and like a, yeah. a strong, stable career and enough money. We all want the same things, guys. It's fine. We all basically want happiness. And really, there's enough to go around. There's more than enough. The cup runneth over <laughs> it is really hard to to not feel that sting it's so hard yeah. because also you kind of just you're just convinced that everyone else has got so much more than you we wanted to talk about this specifically didn't we oh, you did were we? saying before we started before we started you were saying like we're probably going to speak about this but literally every single person is so convinced that every other person is thriving and they're the only one yeah. in misery why did i say that then did i think of something was there some sort of reference i wanted to make no you were just saying because i think we were going through the answers and it is funny because every single person was just saying like everyone else has got things sorted and i feel like i'm the only one and then the one next was everyone else has got everything sorted and <laughs> yeah. i'm the only one yeah. one up oh, i'm the only one it's like no, yeah you're not we're all thinking it yeah unless we're just attracting a bunch of fucking losers <laughs> i find it hard to believe that everyone who listens to this podcast has apparently got nothing going for them i just don't see it yeah because also i look at their pro i look at your profile there's a high oh chance God. if you're listening to this and you've made an appearance on our page at one point or another i might have mm-hmm. looked at your profile and thought fucking hell what beautiful young thing she's got it all together mm. oh, look at those beautiful times she's having she's making fun memories achieving high things and then you're messaging saying you've got nothing meanwhile you're gonna message and say you've got nothing you got nada zilch oh grande nada nil nothing nil nil pois nout 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 that's a good one 
But the problem, yeah, this is the problem that we're all convinced. And also, I know that it, we haven't just attracted a group of losers because I look around my friends <laughs> as well, who I know to be amazing, wonderful people. That's why I'm friends with them. And they'll have moments where they mm-hmm. think, oh, just everything's so shit. And like everyone else, I feel like I'm falling behind. And um, oh, I still have this that I want to fix. And I still have this that I want to fix. And blah, blah, blah. This isn't just right yet. And it's like, what a privilege to be existing on this planet with things that you want to fix and things that you've got to progress and mm. things that are going to change over time it's so lucky things to look forward to yeah we've got so much left to do we've got so much left to learn here and if you rush that all in your 20s yeah and by your 30s on your 30th birthday let's not have our dessert before the fucking prawn cocktail baby chillax oh don't give me a prawn cocktail i used to love prawns Oof. Did you use love prawns? Juicy. I don't think I could eat a prawn. Mamma mia. <laughs> Delicioso. That sounds like the most disgusting thing I've ever so had. So yummy. Juicy. What are the juices? Have you seen a shark tail? Are they and the little the little shrimps? They're like it's it's their guts. Absolutely, it's their gu- their guts. Shrimp guts. <laughs> it's a delicacy. I think I j- that's just my classic thing. I have no comprehension of of meat. What meat tastes like? Let me tell you, meat is good. <laughs> Let me tell you, it doesn't sound it. Animals are not <laughs> friends. They are food. I am vegan, by the way, but <laughs> they are also delicious. They make a delicious bacon sandwich. <laughs> like, that's a really cute pig, but also, like, Jesus Christ, getting, like, a crusty white loaf with some butter. Woo! It's delicious. Oof. You know what's really good? Ribs. A rack of ribs. Why oh. are we doing this? <laughs> this person also you're gonna be editing this kind of crying i think i'm that annoying thing just because i've had it ingrained for my entire life to be vegetarian i literally have tears in my eyes when people talk about it it's bizarre you've just been veggie your whole life yeah and also you have to appreciate that it's more than just food exactly it's, it's kind of in an anthropological sense it's your whole meaning of life yeah like people's this is what i'm trying to learn um kind of grandma's recipe it's kind yeah. of birthday cake it's your exactly. turkey christmas, christmas dinner Dinner. there's so much interlinked with food that look i'm not mad about it if there's you want to have if you might be eating a bacon sandwich right now and to that i say good on you well this is what i'm trying to learn i'm trying to learn that um everybody does have a choice <laughs> do Everyone we want this one <laughs> yeah that we don't all have to be you yeah because i think a lot of my life i have held a lot of um anger towards people that eat me like how can you do it like i think i get hurt by it yeah completely but also i mean that's just because you've been lucky enough to always be vegetarian like so lucky but this is why i'm trying to understand that it's like just because i wasn't raised eating meat and also loads of my family eat meat like my brother eats meat um but just because i can't comprehend it doesn't mean that it's literally such a specific upbringing but i think i have always just been like so disturbed by the act of eating meat just because it's like god i couldn't but then it's like i could it's just i've been raised that way it's such a complex relationship of course yeah yeah of course you could yeah I guess we'll never know. Literally, I guess we'll never know. I don't know why I brought that up anyway. Let's talk about prawns. I'm telling you now, prawn guts will not be crossing <laughs> my lips. They might though. What if, listen to this, someone comes to you. No, don't make me do it. They've got me in chains. Yep, I'm chained up. Don't make me <laughs> you know do where it. This is going. There's <laughs> a gun to my fucking head like this. And I'm looking at you, I'm crying. I go, please, Amy, please. <laughs> and they say, you can save her life if... You have one teensy tiny shrimp. And I'm saying to you, Sefi, it's delicious. It's so good. I'm kind of like, oh, I'll eat it, please. I'm starving. I haven't eaten in weeks. I've been held hostage. <laughs> I think I, c- I could muster up a prawn. Come on, you're debating a bit too much. No, I could do a prawn. I could do a prawn. Yeah. If it was a steak, it might be a different story. I don't- A steak? A bite of a steak. Is it for my for life? your life? For my life, Sefi. No, I could do it for your life. For your life. I'm crying. I'm begging But an you. injure- but just an injury, I might not. <laughs> no, my life. There's a gun to my head. Your life. They've put the gun in my mouth. And they've put a prawn in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. scenario is this? Yes, I would 100% do it. It's absolutely a listener who got the idea from us <laughs> saying it now. I'm manifesting it. <laughs> it's, the, it's honestly, I think, one of my worst nightmares. I've got to eat it. That is my nightmares. Someone's been like, you have to eat this bacon sandwich or something bad will happen. Yeah, horrific. It's kind of sore. Well, I guess, yeah, I'm eating the bacon sandwich then or whatever it was. Yeah. I really don't want to, though. I would be really, really sobbing. What would be the worst thing that they could bring out? Tuna. No second thoughts, tuna. What if this, you might cry at this? What's a cow? Beef. Yeah, Is that beef? it's beef. Yeah. 
See, this is the disconnect, by the way. It's like, as a meat eater, yeah, I don't know. Like, I would be eating food thinking, I don't know what animal this came from. But so what would happen if I was, again, held at gunpoint and they said, yeah, you have to eat this beef, but they also brought a cow into the room. What, and I've got to kill kill the cow? So you have to, no, no. So you're watching a cow whilst you eat beef. I look in the cow's eyes whilst I eat its child. But so there's a cow on one side kind of crying, but there's also me on the other side crying. And I have to choose between you and my two big loves in my life, really. And this cow that you've literally never met before, by the way. Never made you laugh. <laughs> never like been there for you once. Never started a podcast with you. Would probably eat you if it had the chance. <laughs> it wouldn't. Uh, you should read The Secret Life of Cows. They're actually super intelligent <laughs> and maternal. They form uh, friendships. I love cows. Mm. I, obviously, I'm eating the steak okay. or whatever it was. Is steak beef? I don't know. Look, I'll eat, I don't I'll eat... know. This is what I'm confused about. Do you want me to eat shit for you? Is that what you're asking? You want me to eat a piece of shit I want to know you? that if my life is on the line... I'm in safe that hands. I would do it. Yeah. You're in safe hands. Well, it's easy to say now, but I guess we'll never know. Suppose I don't know if I could keep it down. <laughs> let's hope we never know unless there is some <laughs> sick freak listening who's going to tie us up and force me to eat a cow whilst I look in a cow's eyes and whilst you're crying <laughs> what the fuck it really is you have looked into my deepest darkest nightmares and also you've there's a load of vegan there's a load of angry vegans in the room they're all shouting at you they're heckling you saying murderer oh well if they did that then i would do it i'd say get you out of your off your fucking high horse cunts i'll eat this just to spite you no way i'm not in that crew no no they're cunts no but you definitely used to be right when i first went vegan yeah i think most people when i think when you first find a new identity you really want to align yourself with it very often that's the thing it becomes the identity yeah so true but i really really despise that anger and it's everything i try and fight against because it's just it's just self-entitlement it's just self-righteousness it's so self-righteous it's It's so embarrassing yeah Yeah. if you're a preachy vegan you have to stop then you're a loser and you have nothing (laughs) then i'll force you to look in a cow's eyes whilst you eat a steak someone said this pressure to live every day like it's your last is fucking sorry that's okay i accept your apology this pressure to live every day like it's your fucking last like a fucking hell am i okay it's not my fault the grammar's wrong the grammar's wrong it's actually not my fault okay Okay. that's all right we're a judgment-free zone come in with any grammar any language and we'll do our best to interpret whatever you're saying to us we will do our best no fear no pressure no assimilation no assimilation baby this pressure to live every day like it's your last. Like fucking hell, am I in an action film? So scary. The grammar wasn't wrong. I was just reading it like, you know, wrong. Fucking <laughs> um, hell. Okay. I think it's so true though. The idea that kind of, oh my God, you've got to live every day fully then. If we're not going to live in this fear, if we're not going to live in the fear of turning 30 and we're going to live right now, like mm. it's, don't live in fear now, guys. We're going to be living our best lives. That's terrifying as well. Suddenly it's like, okay, so what? I've got to be bungee jumping on Tuesday. I'm going under the sea diving on Wednesday. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's not it's not real. It's absolutely fine to like drink your tea and like look out the window and go on your walk and do your yoga. That's fine. It's fine if you don't get out of bed today. It's fine if you haven't brushed your teeth today it's all right it's honestly more than fine the whole point of this isn't okay so cram a lifetime of activities into your Mm. whenevers in your 20s your 30s it's not about living in because that's fear as well yeah it's not about that i think sometimes it's really um unhelpful to remind people of their mortality yeah it's not i think we need to get out of this thing of thinking that it's a really productive thing to do at all times it's kind of i was reading this thing recently and it was talking about the old kind of it is like rhetoric of kind of don't go to bed in a bad mood with each other like don't go to bed on an argument like don't leave things in an argument because you don't know what's going to happen but actually i know what's going to happen if you're fucking knackered and it's like 2 a.m and you've been arguing for an hour already yeah yeah, there's there's no point keeping the tension going you're both in a bad mood and you're exhausted why don't you get a full night's rest when in reality asleep and deal with it tomorrow (laughs) yeah because chances are actually statistically i don't think you will die tomorrow i think you'll be all right and also kind of see yourself as the authority in your life where you believe in yourself enough that if whoever did die tomorrow you're not regretting validating your feelings your feelings are valid arguing with someone or confronting someone or not being good enough etc 
this is all valid like it's so true. you need to have the authority in your own behaviors and your own thoughts and your own beliefs and your own life you can't think oh they might die so i need to fucking lick their asshole now and like solve <laughs> everything it's like no 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 that is not your responsibility no we're not being nice to people that are wrong because they might have a heart attack in the night L- literally though i just think it's not always helpful to be reminding ourselves of our mortality because actually it's just not realistic it's like you need to live with the confidence in your own life i agree whether you're gonna die or not it's like and also don't expect yourself to be living with this constant thing of like shit i could die tomorrow i could die tomorrow this is the thing you haven't been you haven't died this whole time so yes you are pretty comfortable you've never been taught that you you, not often as we said in the last episode are you faced with a near-death experience so don't feel bad that you're taking life for granted a bit every now and then because that's exactly what we do as people as humans that have not really had our life questioned that much if it does help you to be reminded of your mortality because i get it on some days when i'm like look you could die like it's all fine exactly yeah well there's a way to do it but then there's also if it's not helpful to you which some days as the last thing i want to think about to be honest most days it's the last thing i want to think about that the concept of not existing is terrifying but what's something i do love to be reminded of is my kind of insignificance i think that to some people it really stresses them out but if you're someone that like thrives on that it can be such a healthy reminder of like you are so small and also in that you are so expansive and your problems are even smaller yeah if you're teensy tiny your problems are a grain of sand that's why i love kind of space aliens yeah yeah space and aliens basically i found myself in the pandemic really turning to kind of space movies like really watching documentaries about space and like um Mm. spaceships and kind of kind of seeing the earth from a zoomed out perspective i really really got obsessed good way to minimize the issue yeah with the idea of other planets and all of this stuff because it really makes it look so insignificant with this idea of this pandemic that we've lost all this time a bit of our lives to which to be honest i don't really buy into that as a narrative anyway i think that is very very fear-based mm. um when actually there are lots of things you've also lost years and busy years of your life to insecurity and buying into bullshit and to be honest work and shit you've lost years of your life to worrying about how you looked in a bikini so i think a pandemic with actual real worries and fears is the last of your um, of things that you've wasted your life exactly, in. Exactly, yeah. It's probably the, one this of the most pretty real necessary things. Yeah. Because realistically, you waste hours and hours every day waiting for a text back from a boy you don't even like. Yeah. So don't even worry about it. So I think a pandemic is fine. I think that I think you've given a reasonable amount of attention. Yeah, to the pandemic. But yeah. I got obsessed with this idea of like zooming out, seeing that this was nothing. Because it feels so all-consuming. And actually, it's like, it's really a fucking second in time a pinprick in the whole universe like there's nothing mm, bigger fish to fry bigger shrimp to eat honestly bigger shrimp to look into the eyes of and eat their guts they're a bigger yeah. shrimp to fry but there's also like bigger there's bigger fucking life to look at like i want to know about the mars rover like i want to know all of that and actually it's not even about kind of oh like in my 22nd year what did i accomplish fuck off as if the aliens fucking give a shit about your 26th year yeah shut up as if you should give a shit about your 26th year it's nothing and i think that's beautiful but it only if that helps you because i definitely have like expressed those thoughts to people before and they've been like that makes me feel so much worse and it's like yeah i do get that yeah but i think it's about tuning into your smallness is very stunning well also everyone's at different stages and stuff it's just gaining some perspective whatever that looks like for you it's kind of like, if this is going to bother you in five years, fine. But like, if it's not going to matter even like next week. Don't waste a little second on maybe, it. maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe we could curb the tears for now. Like, maybe you should go to sleep. Maybe you just need to cry. Yeah, maybe you should just honestly. But yeah, maybe you're just knackered. I think this is also the thing of people kind of suffering and suffering and like they're like powering through. Mm. All right, I've got to, if I just go for my walk, then I'll do this. And if I just meditate, then I'll do this. And yeah, that probably will help you. But also mm. if you can't be asked, that's fine. Like there is so much on Netflix that you can just watch right now and just kind of, um, waste some time like this idea of running out of time you have got time and sometimes not every moment of your time has to be filled with amazing things like sometimes you do just want to sit there or what everyone else would view as an amazing thing i've been saying this year getting to know myself better is the most productive 
way to spend my time yeah. getting to know myself better it could literally be watching spy kids three day. back to back which i really wanted to watch by the way but i could only see it on amazon to rent as i look really i was never a fan i'm not renting it i was never a fan spy kids no i didn't like that whole genre was there like sharp boy and lava girl that's another one yeah that was a bit later mm. that was with um good old taylor tay tay yeah team jakes are you team jacob yeah you are we've been through this no no you're not we've been through this <laughs> oh i can't remember Look, i don't have a memory guys we all know God. this it's exhausting <laughs> okay anyway this message i also liked which kind of leads on they said um that they worry about having too big of a gap between work following their education and i think mm. it just links back to that change in perspective like we say this all the time graduating there was someone that we knew who put in their bio like gap year like i'm on my gap year or whatever after we'd graduated they were in our year at uni graduating and it really links back to that thing of it's all perspective yeah it's kind of if you allow yourself to be an authority and just view yourself in that light then there is no pressure so you could have yeah i'm on my gap year so i'm gonna be pissing about i'm gonna be doing whatever i want don't ask me what i'm up to because i've got nothing back to report it's gonna be only fun things from me and you can't guilt me for that versus you might graduate uni and think fuck i need to scramble and get a job shit everyone else has got a better job than me oh my mm-hmm. god what am i doing what am i doing blah blah blah. It's like, you could have just called it a gap year and no one would have asked no one honestly would have batted an eyelid you could have just called it a gap year and you could have actually enjoyed your days watching netflix instead of watching netflix with a worried frown on your face and your stomach and knots over not doing enough it's like if you go into it, even a day if you think to yourself oh, th- today i'm going in with the intention of relaxing yeah and enjoying yourself then you can do that versus a day where you don't necessarily get any work done but you're not necessarily relaxing either you're not watching netflix and you don't have any intention yeah i think there's something nice about setting the intention of this is a day for this or this is a year for this or to be honest this is a couple years or this is a life of this is a life where i'll be figuring it out this is a life of yeah honestly my gap life yeah between this and my next fucking one yeah i'm not stressed no and i won't let you stress me i will not let you stress me and i'm not here to fucking um compete exactly so i dropped out of the fucking race yeah i'm not playing like honestly i'm not even in interested in your fucking egg and spoon race literally i'm not playing because i'll already win with myself I'm already the winner. Yeah. Every day I'm setting the intention to get to know myself better. The most productive thing I can do is be nice to myself because only good things can come from that. Only good things can come. Yeah. <coughs> Bless you. Oh, sneezer. Sneezy Gonzalez. <laughs> Quite cute. <laughs> um, Sneezy. Sneeze McGee. It's so true though, because we spoke about this before in our productivity episode, where I was speaking to someone and they were saying they'd had such a productive day. They'd baked banana bread, mm. Pandemic beginning of pandemic times, they'd probably watched Tiger King and they'd had kind of yeah. an amazing... Whipped coffee. <laughs> a whipped coffee, a Dalgona coffee. Yeah. And they'd been on TikTok all day. They're honestly learning how to do I'm a savage yeah (laughs) all day they've had such a productive day and I heard that and thought that's not productive and I am clearly beating myself up because I've done the exact same and I'm calling it the day of a day of nightmares I've had the exact same day as you and I'm calling it the worst day of my life and I've got and I'm nervous and I'm stressed and I'm annoyed at myself so it's all about perception you can just flip it you really can just fucking flip it when you ignore the bullshit and just go I'm choosing to live for myself like I'm not choosing to play up to this because that it is the accountability thing of there's there's so much that has been fed to you but you you do have a choice to believe this and is knowing when you have choice sure some days you slip up and i step up all the time and just think oh right i'm really not being loyal to myself and i'm really not being honest with myself about what i want but coming back to a basis of there are certain things that mm. i refuse to do because they are not good for me like they are absolutely not feeding me in any way and why should i do that well i also think it's a self-respect issue it's you need to respect yourself enough to want to enjoy yourself and own your space and have a pleasant life that works for you and serves you if you're respecting everybody else more than you're respecting yourself it will be commiseration zone and it already is and it literally already is the second you start really going down that road it already is but you can reverse it like it honestly uno reverse Mm. if you have a bad day it's not like um oh it's a bad life now i've worried i'm I'm a worrier yeah cut the cut the identity bullshit it's fine 
so true god i feel honestly free oh that's so stunning same i hope you do too yeah i don't think they are i think they're quite annoyed with us (laughs) i hope not (laughs) why are they annoyed free content about weird shit no they're loving it well it's kind of i hate i hate to hear it because i'm like oh i know it's true it's a classic thing that we always say of like yeah these things work like unfortunately like the walk it works fresh air it works honestly hate to be the bearer of quite good news that these things work literally water it works like a wet paper towel and some fresh air i think she was onto <laughs> something that old teacher in your little kind yeah, of yeah that blue paper towel nursing cupboard yeah it works mm-hmm. some fresh air some perspective but it's so annoying to hear. Also, I was talking about this the other day with someone that in the pandemic, kind of you've lost sight of the things that make life good Mm. in that you have kind of replaced all of your social things. You normally would be going to the cinema and going to cafes and going on not walks because I'm feeling I'm fucking endlessly walking, Mm -hmm. aimlessly walking these days, but you're kind of doing fun things. You're going to parties, you're meeting new people and all of these things that you can't, they can't happen anymore. So you've kind of lost sight of that, all of that. And you're just replacing that with work and productivity, all kind of navel gazing or all of the things that we have been spending our time doing. Mm -hmm. But actually it's like, you've lost like more than half of the things that you used to do in your time, do, do with your day. So don't beat yourself up that you're kind of going, why am I feeling off like why is this not working because it obviously is why am i feeling anxious uh you're in the middle of a pandemic maybe that might be a start you haven't seen your friends in weeks and when you do see them you do a weird fucking like walk around the block with them yeah a two meter distance anything new happen with you no anything new happen with you no it's strange it's strange like it's undeniably strange usually you would be watching movies together you'd be eating together you'd be kind of laughing together kind of spitting all over each other (laughs) exactly but it's no wonder that we're all feeling like fuck we're running out of time but really you're just not spending the time you do have doing anything fun because we really can't it's not about the time you have in the future it's about the fact i think if you feel like you're running out of time it's not so much about the time you have in the future it's about a guilt that you have about how you're spending your time right now yeah i agree i agree but it's no fear no pressure no assimilation vibes always always after all this time always Always. after all this time always are we wrapping is that what's happening i think we're wrapping i think when we say after all this time always it is a downward spiral yeah can i it's only out from there yeah okay fair enough well let's part before things get crazy cool okay we'll see you next week guys and hope you enjoyed and also you have a lot of time if you don't hear from me i've been held at gunpoint and seffy couldn't bring herself to eat the steak (laughs) honestly the way that cow was looking at me I just couldn't do it (laughs) ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.